I'm Christina Ehrensberger, and this is SEO in 2023. Christina, what is your number one SEO tip for 2023? Today I want to talk about a service called Internal Linking API. This is an API developed by the agency I work at, Graphite and their AI team, and it can power the logic behind internal linking modules within a site. Okay, so so what do you need, mean by intelligent internal link building? So yeah, the thing is that uh, this API uh, recommends internal links based on the relevancy, re recency, or at random. So it's easy to integrate and, uh, and you can ensure that traffic is recirculated throughout the site. And this gives you the best SEO outcome possible. And uh, yeah, actually, so we often see sites that are have a suboptimal internal linking strategy. So for example, they have pages that have numerous internal links or uh, some of them that have none, right? Um, mm. So for example, that they have like 20% of URLs have get 80% of all internal links and also like 80% of URLs uh, get 20% of all links. Um, so this API uh, helps us uh, resolve a lot of issues on, on sites. Okay, okay. So I'm interested in exploring more into your relevancy, recency, and randomness, I guess, and forming the, the links. Uh, I, I yeah. presume that the API, API will actually select a link and then that link will be permanent on the page. It's, it's not a case of rotating the links on the pages. It, it ro rotates the it links. It rotates them. Um, okay, it does. Okay. Mm -hmm. so, so is that not maybe a concern from Google's perspective? If they see links being there and then one moment and the next moment they're, they're not there, will, will that not potentially lose rankings as well? No, so the the API uh, does it in a smart way, of course. Uh, these links are content constantly being refined and optimized, right? And so the links that are returned by the API, they have feedback loops and, and check data from Google Search Console, such as clicks and impressions. And so they estimate where the links will be the most effective. They Understood. don't constantly rotate, but... Um, it's a, an intelligent way of placing the links. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So it's not suddenly going to remove the links from a page that's ranking number one and, and bringing in a decent amount of traffic. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good stuff. And um, so it might then, just to delve into it in slightly more depth, if um, there are links pointing to a page that... Um, for whatever reason that page isn't ranking, it might decide actually there's another page that is more likely to rank for this particular keyword phrase. Let's select that page instead and, and give that one a go. Exactly. So we see that uh, some pages, for example, have a limited number of inbound internal links, right? And then uh, this can be problematic because it will affect the discoverability of the pages for users and also for the bot, right? Because we know that Google uh, navigates the site and finds uh, the content with the links, no? Navigating the links. So uh, this API can can help ensure that all pages within a site have an equal number of uh, inbound in-links and, uh, and so that also the overall equity and traffic flow is, is passed to all pages of the site uh, in an equal manner. No? 
I guess one of the challenges with automating things like this uh, is is the position and contextualness of the links on the page. And I, I guess it would be more challenging to incorporate those sorts of links within body text. Yes, so these links are not uh, in the body text. Uh, these are different modules that can be at the bottom of the site or in the uh, site navigation. You can place them wherever you want. And the design can also be not only that you know the text, but you can have like thumbnail images and place, for example, if it's articles, uh, you can place like uh, similar articles and then just place different links. And so you interlink the content. And can this be done at scale if, if a web page has got millions of web pages? Yes. Yes, we can. Yes. Okay, mm -hmm. that was really good. And in terms of implementation, does it require any particular CMS or technology in order to, to support it? Or is it quite quite simple? It is quite simple to, to implement. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. And I, I, I guess only a website above a certain size would, would be able to justify it. So what kind of size of website would be the minimum number of pages that would make it worthwhile to do this? Exactly. We, we recommend that you have uh, at least a couple, like a hundred pages, because if not, it's not worth it. <laughs> yes. But then, um, so if somebody is interested in using this particular API, you can, well, contact me or contact us at, at the agency at Graphite and, and get a subscription. So it depends, you know, like if the site has le less than a thousand URLs, it has a specific price, etc. So there's a subscription for this. Mm -hmm. Okay. And obviously you're, you, you, so you're based in Mexico. Is this um, more relevant for certain languages or can it be used in any country around the world? Yeah, we just launched a multilingual API as well. So we can use it in different languages. <laughs> but Graphite is actually from San Francisco. <laughs> okay, okay. And, and I mean, obviously, it's not going to be free to do this kind of thing. So how, how do you measure the ROI of, of spending money on, on link building? Because you're looking for some kind of uplift from what, what you're doing. Are, are you able, through the API, to also measure things like the increased amount of traffic and conversions that you're getting as a result of the links that are being built? Yes, absolutely. So usually we generate an impact report and you can measure the, the success very well. So for example, uh, we check URL clicks or impression, average position, CTR, um, whatever metrics, and you just check what has changed since the API was implemented in the specific section. No, and so for example, we have seen magnificent <laughs> results actually, which is why I, I took this tip for 2023, because for example, with one client, uh, we implemented eight APIs and saw obviously we saw continuous growth in the sections where the API was implemented. And this, uh, their numbers such as uh, a 95% increase in URL clicks uh, where the API was implemented, and also a section that jumped uh, 105% in URL clicks. So we see very, very good results. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Is there any limits to th the amount of calls that an API can make with Google Search Console, for example, uh, to, to get the data that it requires? 
Yes, we do have a, a limit request. Okay, and is, is that just with Google Search Console that you're talking about? I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> if we, is so, it, so, 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 yeah. so, 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 I mean, what's the main, the main wall um, that is created uh, as a result of having the, the limit? Um, is it, is it um, the amount of times that you can request information on an automated basis from Search Console or is it some other limit just from your API? No, it's uh, so the requests uh, are made like in the uh, amount of times we uh, or the speed we we access the or we crawl the site, you know. So um, okay, okay, okay. We so that's from yourselves. Blocked. Yeah, it's from oh, understood. Ourselves. Okay, and yeah, and obviously the quality of the links that are generated depends on the quality of the. The data. Um, so you've talked about Search Console, you've talked about crawling the website as well to improve the quality of the data. Are there any other sources that you take data from in order to deliver the, the optimum quality of links on an automated basis? So yeah, we can, um, for example, interlink specific silos, so category pages that uh, have similar topics that uh, can be done. And uh, yes, there are several uh, different ways to implement the API. And what would you say to someone who says, you know, that this might be good, but the best way of doing it is to do it on a manual basis. That way you'll be able to select everything yourself and um, you're, you're always gonna get the best quality of results doing that. Yeah, no, um, there's no way that uh, we can do this manually, right? I think that now uh, AI, and with, the, with this kind of APIs, we can automatize it and we can do a lot of things that we weren't able to do before. And so this actually will improve, uh, you know, like web pages will be crawled faster and more frequently. And mm. um, there are a lot of benefits, uh, will improve page rankings. Uh, and, um, and, and, the, and the internal links are actually relevant to the content uh, the page has and will also drive better on-page engagement, et cetera. This is some, not something that uh, we cannot, well, may, maybe somebody could be analyzing it manually and, and doing it uh, themselves, but uh, in this automated way, it's just uh, much easier, no, and, and faster. It is, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I... I mean, I guess I would just um, want to ensure that search engines didn't actually perceive this as, as as automated internal link generation and actually the value in the links because of that. And, and also, uh, I'd want to ensure that it was as good a user experience as possible and that um, the For links sure. were highly relevant, obviously, to the, the users visiting each page. No, for sure. On the contrary. So this API helps us. Uh, give a better user experience and actually, for example, avoid orphan pages or, you know, for example, crawl points or there are sites that might not be uh, linking to any crawl points, which are sites that get a high amount of traffic, you know, like homepage, etc. And so when a page is not internally linked correctly uh, uh, to these crawl points or to like overall, it is a missed opportunity actually, you know. So we're not, you know, inventing <laughs> new links or, 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 or um, doing any wrong actions. You're just surfacing existing uh, information, making it easier for exactly. search engines to discover, yes. 
and, and users, for search yeah. engine and also users um, and the user experience we obviously we focus a lot on that and in the end we provide the data and the endpoints and the the clients that have the website uh, they implement it and well uh, again with images thumbnails etc so the user experience uh, is preserved no just the links are smart well, you shared what SEOs should be doing in 2023, so now let's talk about what SEOs shouldn't be doing. So what's something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive? What's something that SEOs shouldn't be doing in 2023? I was just talking about this with a colleague of mine. And, uh, and yeah, one would think that it makes sense uh, to everyone that does SEO to focus on the user and, and the user experience. But what I've seen is that a lot of my clients actually ask about optimizing for robots and SEO, no? that it's, uh, it seems as if SEO is a one-time thing and then you move forward, right? But uh, SEO never stops. <laughs> SEO constantly changes and SEO is all about the user. Um, so if we don't understand this, uh, we will not have any success in 2023. Great advice. Christina Ehrensberger is growth lead at Graphite, and you can find her over at consultina.com.mx. Christina, thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2023. Thank you, David. Get your copy of SEO in 2023, the book, over at seoin2023.com. 